Welcome to Eclipsed, a Heroes podcast, where two old school hero fangirls rewatch the show, talk about it, defend its honor sometimes. My name is Rachel. And I'm Keisha. And today we have the second half of that long recording session where we talk about the second episode of Reborn, Odessa. How about you talk primarily for the next hour? That sounds great to me. You ready? (laughs) Episode two, Odessa, baby. We intro with Noah kind of freaking out, washing the blood off his hands. (laughs) Whoop. He's not really happy about what just occurred either, but you know, what the fuck's happening? Who knows? Instead, we're going to go right back to Pinehurst High School, where Tommy is talking to Emily in the custodial shed back there and she's like so what is your what's your deal and he's like i think whatever i touch just ceases to exist he doesn't quite understand what his power is either he's had it since he was a kid he remembers being taken somewhere when he was like seven this like windowless room with like toys in it and she's like Mm -hmm. fully on board she's got this flower and she's like can you make this flower disappear so i can feel feel what it feels like when something disappears because when he made murder couple disappear, the first thing he popped away was the gun, and then her, and then Luke. And he does it, and she's like, ooh, cool. But her boyfriend happens to see this occur through the window. Uh-oh, Tommy. <laughs> her being like, show me your power. I was like, oh, oh you're such is. a company She girl. is, though. Like, you are. She is, though. And if you're not, it's a missed opportunity. <laughs> she's kind of Westy in that way, you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, you know, you're right. We really thought he was something. Yeah, <laughs> very West. Very that. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Uh, we move on to Noah walking out of the police station with Quentin, the man from earlier. <laughs> and he's like, all right, why did you bail me out? And he's like, he tells him what happened with the uh, with the ophthalmologist. And when he went back, the place was already cleaned out. So he's got no information and it seems like Quentin might have a little bit more that he can help Noah with. So that's why he bailed him out. It's a buddy comedy. Back to Tommy and Emily. He's a little worried about stuff, but the bell rings, she's got to go. So bye-bye. But before (laughs) Tommy can head to class... Good old Brad comes up to him and he's like, I saw what you did in the shed and I'm going to turn you in. Dun-dun! Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's say who Brad is. We get to see more Brad in this episode. This is Jake Manley. Mm -hmm. And you might recognize him as well from iZombie. He was in iZombie for a hot second. Who was he in iZombie? He was one of the um, kids that were orphan zombie kids that were recruited into the one thing. Oh, I'm trying to think. I don't remember what season it was, but he's like, he he was in there for like four or five episodes off and on. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I might, I might. Fisher Webb was who he was on iZombie. Are we talking about like the thing with like all the, like the kids? I think it was the soldiers. He was, he was one of the kid soldiers, yeah. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, okay, he's got the kind of, he's got the kind of face for that kind of thing. Yeah, <clears throat> he still does work. He's yeah. been in a couple other things too. He's the main role, or he was the main role in The Order. I was gonna watch that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I heard it was pretty okay, but I mean, I just can't with things that get canceled early now. So yeah, he's he's been in a fair few things and still is. So he's around. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Anyway, back to our favorite couple, oh, heroes and couples. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> we see. Just admit you hate straight people and move on. <laughs> we see where murder couple has ended up, and man, it looks a lot like that room Tommy was talking about earlier that he went to when he was seven. <laughs> and she's all like, "Oh my, yeah, you know, I'm sorry, I am the way I am, but like, you know me, I'm like rare," and. <laughs> Luke picks up a dinosaur, and he's like, Dennis had one like this, and he loved it. And maybe we're in hell, and she's like, well, is that where you think we belong? (laughs) And he's like, well, if we would have went after Elvangador instead of focusing on the kid, maybe we wouldn't be here right now. And it's her drive and itchy trigger figure that keeps him going, and none of this would have happened if you hadn't convinced us to take Dennis to that damn summit. So, (laughs) she blames him. For the kid being dead, and you know, you know, some people just go to therapy. Some people just go to couples counseling. But like, yeah, sure, make your fucking relationship everyone's problem. <sighs> Indeed. Let's go back to Japan. Japan. Ren has not given up. He's back at Mikkel's door. <laughs> Goodness. And the door opens on its own, so he lets himself in, and. He finds a computer there. He sees the offices open and he sees the girl on there. And so he sits down and he's watching as she fights a bunch of men off. And we get back in the video game. She sees her father being drug off and like she's getting surrounded. And so lo and behold, who freaking hops into the game but Ren and his avatar is very, <laughs> it's so, it's like meme She's got like a, like, was it tiger head on? Um, is it a tiger or is it like uh, something else? It was like an animal head on. It's very like, you know, you unlock certain things and you can mess your, you know, put stuff on your character. Yeah, no, his skin is ridiculous, which I love. And he's holding them off and she's running further into the city. He's like, wait, why are you going? It's harder that way. What the, you know, so, yeah. He like literally whipped his headphones out of his bag, put them on and was all like, I got this. Love it. He's a pro mm-hmm. gamer. Like, he's ready. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> so that's fun. He also did the Leroy Jenkins bit, which the show has done in, like, three different ways, I think. Like, they really like that meme. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it's insane. It dates it heavily. <laughs> oh, completely, completely. Yep. Back to Tommy and Brad. And Tommy's like, listen... You saw what I could do, and I could have sent you anywhere right now, and I could could have sent you anywhere yesterday after you shoved me down, but I didn't. I'm not your enemy. And to to Brad's credit, he's like, okay, fair, but listen, you gotta do something for me, and I'll keep my mouth shut. (laughs) So he has him get in his car, and they head out, and we get to see that Penny Man is watching them. A good old well-dressed man. Well-dressed man. Keeping an eye on them, so, yeah. <laughs> um, I love I love that he's like, I let you kick my ass, I'm a pacifist. And Brad's like, I don't know yes, what Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. <laughs> Whatever that means. We, lo- we, lo- we love a fucking himbo, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> 
Brad is definitely kind of like our Brody, but like the reverse. Where you're like, oh, Brody's so yeah, nice. And then, like, wow, what a bitch. And then this guy's like, wow, what an asshole. Wait, maybe he's not. <laughs> completely. Completely. Yeah. It's it's very that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All these like types of characters that we have. Mm-hmm. Yes. So now we go back to Carlos and Jose after the funeral. Yeah, now. Now it's, now the, it's the post-funeral yeah, food. Mm-hmm. They're eating in the garage. A priest rolls in. And he's like, Jose, your mother wants you to go back to the apartment. I don't even know if we ever meet his mother. I don't know. I do not remember if we ever meet she, her. She's a woman on Heroes. Probably not. <laughs> so he leaves. Uh, the priest asks Carlos if he and his brother had a chance to reconcile. And he really states some things that make it seem like he knows, or he knew, that Oscar was El Vangador. Mm-hmm. And the priest is Father Mauricio is the priest. And he is played okay. by Carlos Lacamara. Uh he's worked a lot. He's still working. He's got twenty two twenty twenty two credits. So he's the main role in the new yes. HBO Max series, The Garcias. Oh he's the main yeah. in that? I've seen the promo art for that. Okay, then maybe that's where his face is familiar from. Okay. Yeah, sure. yeah he's been in a few other things. Sure, yeah. He was on Barry. That's probably where you might have known him from. Bitch. What? What? Who do you? Who, Mr. Coleman. Episode Crazy Time Shit Show. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When I saw that, I was like, "That might be where you know him from." He's been in stuff before. He's been working since the '80s. Not as prolific as the other actor we talked about, <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. he's been in things. Crazy time shit show. That's such a good episode name. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it was, too. All right. Yeah. Great. Yeah. No. Well, I know his face, then, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brad and Tommy arrive at Brad's house. And, oh, boy, is he of a piece of work for a stepfather. Whips the remote at him as soon as he comes in. <laughs> I need new batteries. Fucking and asshole. Brad's like, I need you to make him disappear. And Tommy's kind of like, why? Brad pulls up his shirt and he's got fucking bruises all over him. Oof. And I'm like, you're valid. <laughs> Tommy does not. Yeah, I know, right? Tommy, get off your fucking high horse and do Tommy something. Tommy doesn't want to, but yeah, like, I'm like, make this guy go. <laughs> That's what I say in my notes. I'm like, he's being abused. Tommy needs to do something. Jesus. Yeah, I'm like, I'm on team boyfriend. Laugh my ass off. So <laughs> go Brad. Go. Brad leaves like, all right, I'm gonna go get the batteries. And Tommy's like, he better be gone. Or he says to Tommy, "You better be gone when he when I get back." And oh Tommy sits God. down with stepdad on the couch, who's watching The Biggest Loser that comes up later. And Tommy starts Ugh. slowly moving his hand toward the dad, who catches him and he's like, "What the hell are you doing?" And then Tommy just runs out of the house. He can't do it. <laughs> Come on, Tommy. Come the fuck on. Come the fuck on. Wake the fuck up, buddy. Good lord. Wake up. Yeah. Yeah. So, back to Quentin and Noah. Quentin says he was hired to scan the Primatech files for Renatus, but then he got too interested in reading the files. And Noah starts, like, laying out, like, okay, he never really questioned how he survived June 13th, but now, like, he really is like, how the hell did I survive... And I need to remember what exactly <laughs> happened. 
And Quentin is like, I think Renatus was behind you in 13th. And he's like, you knew Suresh. Is Suresh capable of that? And Noah Media is like, no. But he's also like, why is he running then? <laughs> he's like, I don't think Suresh did it, but why is Suresh running? And he's also like, why is... Re- That's a bold thing for you to, to, to say, Noah. Yeah, right. Like, why is he running? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Can I motion generally yeah, at the yeah, entire yeah. show? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and he also damn. questions why Renatus is interested in getting rid of specials. So he's like, all right, well, we got to get to Odessa. I need to get to my files so that I can find Molly Walker because she can locate anyone. Because I, I guess the logic is maybe they're trying to find Molly so he can find Suresh. Yeah. Well, yeah, because she can find anyone. Yeah, so gotta gotta bring the Walker system back yeah, online. So, Ooh. gonna go find Molly. Back to Japan. Uh, Ren is still gaming for Miko, and she has caught up to the men with her father. She knocks him out, and she's like, "All right, I got you, Dad. Let's leave." <laughs> and he's like, "We can't yet. There's more to do." And he gets like <laughs> whooshed away in the game, and then she gets knocked out by someone in the game. And when she does so, she accidentally sheaths her sword because she was ready to sheath it with her father there, which sends her right back into the real world, right behind Ren. And he handles that a lot more calmly than I think anyone should. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you know. It would have been funny to watch him scream. I think he was kind of like, what the fuck? But, like, it wasn't like a, whoa, um, excuse me? How is this what? <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, hi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Rachel. Yes? You know what we need? More new people. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I am going to tell you this new character who we get to see for a second's name, her first name. And I will call this other one the name that we are giving her in the next scene, so, alright? And I'll tell you who they are in a second. (laughs) (laughs) We get these new people. We start off with a new woman. Her name is Taylor. We find that out way later. And they are in a casino, and there's big no evil signs everywhere because, obviously, you know, you don't want them cheating. And she heads over (laughs) to a redheaded woman who is sitting at the bar, and she goes right over to the craps table and there's a guy rolling dice, and he's having a really good luck streak, and he's like, blow on my dice, baby. You're Maybe you're my good luck charm. And he rolls it, does another good roll. But he notices he's starting to get attention by other bouncers walking around, and he's like, you know what? I think maybe you and I should go head back to my hotel room and you know continue this conversation up there. <laughs> so uh, Taylor is Eve Harlow. And that's a familiar name. Why is that a familiar name? She's been in a fair stuff. She was in Jennifer's body. Uh, let's see. She was on fringe for a couple episodes, but uncredited. Um, hmm. she's been, she has been in a lot of stuff. She was on the 100 as a recurring role. Um, she was on agents of shield as well. She's on, um, Titans right now. Oh. And I just noticed what is a to-be-announced role that has a red link on it. 
that she is one of the main roles for. And let me double check that I'm reading that correctly. Yeah. She is going to be on whenever they announce when the hell ever the hell is coming out. She is one of the main roles on The Edge of Sleep, which is a show that is based on a podcast starring Markiplier. Oh. I was like, I've never heard of that. She is going to be one of the main people. They filmed that, like, last year. But yeah, there's no news on when that's coming up. But yeah, she's in The Edge of Sleep. Hmm. Look at her staying mm-hmm. booked. Booked and blessed. Mm-hmm. She's, she's, she's around doing stuff. <laughs> Alright. And the other... The other actress, whose name we don't know yet. This is Francesca Eastwood. Yes, that Eastwood. <laughs> uh, she's been on the new Twin Peaks. She was in Fargo. She's been in all different kinds of stuff. So, yeah. Her and her brother, they're really, they're really mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. And we get a, a little short scene <laughs> of the Penny Man going up to Stepdad's door. And being like, I have a great proposition for us. And holds out a penny. So, <laughs> yeah, a little, just a little foop scene there. <laughs> and we head over to L.A. again. Carlos is down in the secret lair. And he is drinking and reading about the exploits of his brother. He reads this article where it was all like, El Vengador kills three police officers. And like... You know, they're painting, they're trying to paint El Vengador in a bad picture right now. You know, yeah. they're trying to put him in a bad light. When they literally, and then and they entrapped him and they like, yeah, but no, he's like some out of control. Yeah, he's killed police officers so. now. He's not this hero you think he is. Yeah. So. Literally on my notes, I said he killed some cops. So obviously he's a hero <laughs> we need. <laughs> we go back to Japan. Ren is tending to Miko, who who got passed out, and she sits up like, oh my god, everything you were talking about was true. <laughs> All this crazy talk that he came in with. And she's like, all ready to get back in there, save her father, and he's like, hold up. We don't know that if you die in the game, you might not die for real. So, there's that. And she's like, yeah, but he's all I've ever had, and she gets up and looks out the window at Yamagato Tower. And she's like, that's where they were taking him in the game. We have to get there. And she's like, I'm going to hop back in. You have to guide me. And (laughs) and she boops right on out of there. Just like, no questions asked. Like, get back on there, boy. She's back in the game. (laughs) Get your headset back on. Help guide me to the tower. So. Mm -hmm. All right. Back to New York City with the gambler. Who has a name. This Mm -hmm. is Francis. 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 Francis is played by Peter Mooney, and he has been in a bunch of stuff. Is he the guy who's been in a bunch Not of Not really, no. Who the fuck was it? Was it someone I already talked about? Because there was someone I was like, man, they've been in a lot of stuff we watched. <laughs> um, most recently, he's been in an episode of Winona Earp. Oh, he's the, he's the one of the main roles in Burden mm-hmm. of Truth, if that rings a bell to anyone. What's that? A uh, TV show. I don't know. <laughs> I tell you, the way that I don't know um, a lot of shows on right now, like, I just don't. I think it's I over because it said something to 2021, so it's been on for a couple seasons. Yeah, no, it wasn't this oh, guy. Sure, yeah. He's done a lot of TV shoot. stuff, though. So, 
Garden of Truth on the CW. Oh, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's so many, like, CW things where it's, like, if it's not, like, a superhero or related to Supernatural, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yep. Like... Oh, man. Pretty much. So here, he calls the woman on the bed, Zoe. And she's all like, let's have another drink. And she's wa- looking at that bag of cash he's got sitting there. And he's thinking he's going to have a good time. And he goes to smooch her, but she avoids it. And she's like, look, we both know that your run of luck tonight was not luck. Are you an Evo? And she throws a knife at him and he stops it in the midair because, surprise, surprise, he has telekinesis. Woo! He was making the dice land how he wanted it. <laughs> and he's like, listen, I just needed cash. It won't happen again. And she's like, well, then just give me your money, get out of here, and I won't tell them anything. It looks like he's going to, and then he doesn't, because he locks the doors with his TK. And (laughs) because he is smoking a cigar, she grabs his hand of aerosol and burns the shit out of him (laughs) so she can make a run for it. she does. She gets out of the room, but she doesn't get far because she gets to get flung onto the wall, Siler style, and he starts force choking her. And lucky for her, another couple is walking up the hall and is like, holy shit. <laughs> and the guy knocks um, Francis out with like a, was it a fire hydrant or vase? Something from the hall he picks up. I think it was maybe a vase. He knocks him out and they say, we're like, oh my God, are you okay? Are you okay? We'll call the police. And then the other woman from earlier, Taylor, comes through and she helps Zoe up and is like, you don't want to be here when the cops arrive and guides her away. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of Siler style there. Aww. Just a little bit. Aww. Yeah. Memories. Memories. I'm going to talk about the power of memories in the back of a car now. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And the power of regret. Um, Yeah. It's a, it's a it's a it's a neat little caper going on there at the the hotel and casino. Very especially at this point, you're like, why are we seeing this? Right. What's going on? You're like, why the fuck do I care about these? What's people? up with yeah. this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, back in, well, not back. Go ahead. Also, it really seemed like they were working together, the girls. Yes, yes. That's why I was thinking too. I was like, were they working together? Were they a couple? They have. Okay. 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 There were some for real sapphic vibes there when they were at the bar. Yes, are you kidding yes. me? I was like, are they a couple? Are they a couple? I don't remember this. Are, are they, they couple? Gonna be? I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. <laughs> and then she goes with some dude. Boo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we're in Odessa now, baby. Okay. And the whole site of Primatech is just fenced off with warnings about toxins in the air. Don't go in. And this is freaking Quentin out. And <clears throat> Noah's like, it's probably just to keep people out of there. And he's like, how do you know for sure? And then Noah's just like, just shut up and trust me. And he just drives right through the fence. I love how Noah's <laughs> like, aren't you supposed to be the conspiracy nut that doesn't believe what the government's yeah. saying? <laughs> like, let's do this. And he's like, well, if there's stuff here, why didn't they fix it up? And they're like, why would they? This is the perfect cover for it being, you know, everything's down below. Mm-hmm. So they go into the building, no breaks to the floor, and they start heading down. They go into a room, and Noah pulls on what I like to call Easter egg books, because I think every book had, like, a little wink. Were they really? 
as the title. Like, I think one was, like, Pennies from Heaven, and another that he pulled was, like, The Invisible Man. Oh, my goodness. I didn't get a great look at it, but, like, yeah, there were a bunch of Easter egg books. How fun. The cabinet slides open, and they head into a file room. And they start looking at files, and Quentin's like, um, you know, I think we need to rethink the idea that Claire died at the summit. And he's like, what are you talking about? There's a list of people that were not at the summit. Number one on that list is Claire. Number two is Molly Walker. And number three, believe it or not, is Oscar. <laughs> oh, interesting. So I, I don't think I don't think there was anyone else on the list of notes. no, because I paused it to even look to see if they even tried to have anyone else there, um, but they didn't. So, but yeah, the the El Fangador was supposed to be at the summit, but did not attend. So hmm. this makes Noah very upset. <laughs> So he kind of like snaps him a bit and he's like, why are you so interested in her and me? And Quentin lets the cat out of the bag. It's because they took his sister and he couldn't stop him. And this is the stuff in the Dark Matters prequel. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I don't know where she is. Her power was to manipulate darkness. I don't think she died. Like, apparently they fed him the thing that she died on June 13th. I don't think she's dead. I don't think Phoebe died. And Noah's like, listen, Claire and I had a fight after she came out, and I had not spoken to her in four years. And Quentin's like, listen, you know, the answer might not be here for either of us, but I want to help you find your daughter. Mm -hmm. And Noah's like, all right, fine, deal, but no more secrets, no more omissions. So they're they're on the same page now. They're going to go figure out what's happening. Where's Phoebe and Claire? Or what the hell happened to Phoebe and Claire? It's a dynamic little duo. We don't get to go far. Because we get to phase through the floor about four levels down, where we see that's where the murder couple is. That's where Luke and Joanne are. They're in the Primatech building. And Luke keeps being obsessed with, like, why isn't there a light switch in this room? (laughs) And she's not listening. She's like, oh, maybe I am too bloodthirsty. And he, like, pulls her up to him, like, just shut up for a second. And he starts shooting around the room, which she was doing earlier to try to break out. He shoots all the lights out, revealing that the mirror was, in fact, a piece of glass. And he grabs a stool and starts on breaking through. So, off we go. Yeah, it's like an old fucking... It's like a level five cell. <laughs> it's a level... That is, they're in a level five cell, yep. Mm-hmm. Which we mention again in a little bit here. Oh, yeah. Big time. So, back to Tommy who is drinking a slushy when all of a sudden the boyfriend starts approaching him and he's like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> but he gets a hug. He gets a hug from Brad and he's like, you did it. This is like a new fresh start for us. I can't, oh my God, I can't thank you enough. He's gone. Your secret is safe with me forever. No one will ever mess with you. I'll never mess with you again. I got you. <laughs> so, yeah. Tommy's just like, blink. <laughs> he's like, I didn't, I didn't. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hmm. And Penny Guy's watching. Yes. He's always yeah, yeah. watching. <laughs> mm-hmm. So clearly Penny Guy's very connected to Luke. No. I keep calling Tommy Luke and I think because it's just because he's a kid. Because you think I... of him, yeah, because he's young. You don't think of Luke as being an old man. <laughs> he's not a fucking adult. Uh, he's he's watching Tommy, not watching Luke. He's watching Tommy. <laughs> it's the reusal of character name yes, has got me fucked worst. up. that's the worst. That's why I hate it. So, yeah. 
Uh, back to L.A., Carlos is going on a little recon mission, and he finds the lying cop whose name he read in the article who said that, like, oh, El Fangador totally killed those cops unprovoked. <laughs> and <laughs> approaches him in an alley, pretty much beats shit out of him. It's like, yeah. who else is behind it? Gets the name and knocks the cop out. Took a dirt nap. Mm-hmm. He's going to find out who fucking killed his brother and why. The name is Captain Deering. All right. There you go. So, Thank you. Did not so write we'll down. see him next time, probably. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back to Taylor and Zoe at the bar. Zoe's like, I need that money because I have a whole bunch of people looking for me and I need that money to disappear. And Taylor's like, well, I can just write you a check. I have more money than I need because she's a trust fund baby. But, like, and she's like, oh, well, I wish I was that. And then <laughs> Taylor's like, well, I wish I just had, like, you know, your strength to just live without a safety net. <laughs> this is fully so. what we were just talking about, where it's like, are they going to fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not on Heroes. <laughs> Not this season. Uh, back to Carlos, who heads to the church. And goes in the confessional and he, sh- he shows the priest the mask through it. And, like, I know you know. Like, I caught on to what you were talking about, buddy. And the priest tells him, all right, after June 13th, Oscar started an underground railroad for Evos. And before he died, Oscar was afraid that cops were catching on to what he was doing. And Carlos is like, I have a name now. And... He's like, okay, fine. But the priest asks him for a favor if he can help him get two Evos from his brother's special room to a boat to get to Vancouver tonight. And Carlos is like, why do you care? Why are you so interested in helping these people? And the priest literally turns to smoke. That is so fucking cool. <laughs> and he, like, floats through the confessional bars. It's it's very neat, yeah. It'd be funny if Carlos was like, no, but you didn't answer my question. <laughs> Um, oh, he has the best line when he comes into the confessional booth, because you can tell he's, like, not exactly on Team God anymore, either. He's like, I'm only on my mm-hmm. knees because there's nowhere else to sit. <laughs> I love that. Mm, yeah. 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 Love yeah, yeah, yeah. that. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, and everyone's trying to get to Canada because the U.S. is bullshit. What a surprise! Yep. Yep. Trying to head on up there like the like uh, Tommy was in the first episode. Fucking hell, yeah. But they were checking people at the border, so it was like, oop, gotta go. <laughs> I just love that. I'm like, oh yeah, America's not safe in fiction. It never is safe in fiction. It's never safe in the real world. So obviously they want to go to Canada. It's the fucking Handmaid's Tale yeah. all over again. So it, it makes me question though. They're in Los Angeles. Why aren't they heading to Mexico? Yeah, it is interesting, right? Like, is it, Maybe, like, just yeah. as bad there as the States? And it's just, like, Canada's just some weird safe haven? I don't know. I don't know if they ever bring that up. Because uh, especially the community, it seems like that Carlos and Oscar and Jose are in all seem fairly pro-Evo in their own way. You know what I mean? Oh, no, for sure. But it's Which like, is, like, why wouldn't they head, head south? It, it's interesting that they're not. That's for sure. Um... Yeah, I guess we have to assume that Mexico is taking a harder line on it um, than 
than Canada. I don't Could know. be. I don't know. We never find out. So. Mm-mm. Yeah. Makes me question. That's, that was my question I had oh, thinking totally. about it. Yeah. It is worth questioning. So, back to Emily and Tommy. She's like, I don't have a right to be weirded out by you and Brad being bros, but I am weirded out. <laughs> and he's like, I'm also weirded out because I swear I did not make his stepdad disappear. Mm-hmm. And also, like, weird thing too, I keep getting texts from someone who's trying to save me, I think. She's like, oh, that is gonna, weird. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna show these texts that say not to trust anyone to the first person. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That I can. Yep. And then she just so happens to open a bucket of ice cream. And look what's inside that flower from this morning. And he's like, huh, when I made it disappear, I was thinking about the first time that I saw you. And she puts it together like, oh, things go where you think about them <laughs> wanting to go. So he thinks of a place and he can teleport it there. And he's like, so she's like, what about those, that murder couple <laughs> who were going to kill me? Where did you, what were you thinking about then? He's like, I was thinking about the place that they took me when I was a kid and I sent them away, which obviously is where they are. They're in Primatech. So Tommy was in Primatech when he was a kid. Interesting. Interesting indeed. We see that murder couple has busted out the observation windows. And he questions what kind of demented place this is because they're walking through like one has got like a freaking. It looks like a schoolroom in one of them. Mm -hmm. One has got like two chairs with wires in it. Very, very like, very like lab and Hawkins type of shit. Yeah. And it's. We discover pretty quickly this place is, in fact, not abandoned because a man lets himself into the hallway while eating a donut. (laughs) And they're like, all right, buddy, uh, turn back around. And he leads them to this room where there's a bunch of people working on a computer. And what do you do when you see all this stuff? You don't know what's happening. You just just, you shoot the place up. They shoot the place up just like they did the the thing. Unprovoked. Just shoot it up. Completely like no prejudice. Just bang, 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 bang. (laughs) Fucking insane. How am I ever supposed to come around on her? Like. Mm -hmm. Just fucking insane. Okay, go on. (laughs) Like you said, it's not love to hate like Danko. Yeah. He it's has just a code. Like, this, he this... has a code. It's the Siler thing. He has a code. Yeah. It's just like, we're just going to kill anyone and everyone. Fuck if they're evos or not. So. Uh, Noah hears these gunshots happening. They're already out of the building. And he's like, go wait in the car, Quentin. <laughs> and he just misses the murder couple leave the elevator as he gets in to head down to level five. And he sees the carnage. Donut guy, Stevens, who Noah recognizes, is still alive. And Noah's like, what the hell happened? What's going on here? And Stevens is like, they figured out a way to monetize Evos to save the world. Hmm. And he's like, all right, where's Molly? Because on the board there was a bunch of names and Molly's status was unknown. And he's like, Epic launches tomorrow and that just can't happen before without her and he dies. So we're just, we're giving a lot of information to be like, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like all this shit and you're just like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Uh, we cut back to Carlos heading down into the special room and he meets with the woman and her child who are going on the run and she's like bob she can turn stuff into gold she turns this little car part into gold and gives it to him as like gratitude for helping them and he like looks at the suit thinking like oh maybe he does have to take this mantle over maybe it'd be nice to help people you know what i mean 
Maybe he can see why his brother was doing this, you know. Um, instead, we go back to the murder couple who has the files now. And she's like, this is like a jackpot. We've got Ugh. names, addresses. We can just find and wipe all these fuckers out. Luke notices that there's something weird hanging on the windshield, which I believe was Renee's necklace. Was up. Mm-hmm. He's like, whose car is this? It's Noah's car. Because Quentin is shot, left shot outside, shot in the shoulder. And, and I was like, where's the car? And he's like, this couple shot me and took the car. And Noah's like, Renatus is using powers to create a new technology, and it's launching tomorrow in Midian, Texas. So we have to get to Midian, Texas. Oof. It's, inf- it's like so much information. It is. With this, you know and then, I mean? like, the last, the next two scenes, too, it's like, boom. Yeah. So, man, Zoe, she wakes up back in the hotel room, cuffed to a chair, and who should be there but the gambling guy and oh her the one that we thought would be hooking up with her instead comes up and smooches him taylor gives him a smooch Boo. And she's like who the hell are you and she's like you just got hustled by a trust fund baby and the guy makes a call and he's like we have molly walker so yeah zoe's molly what the hell <laughs> Mm-hmm. The last time we saw Molly Walker, she was a child. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, ages were definitely, I feel like, fudged with Molly oh. a bit. Oh, <laughs> you think? <laughs> that would be five years since the events in that. Just about five years, so... And then when was the last time we saw her? Ugh. Like... Maybe if you really squint, she's 18 at this point. I think if you squint hard, she's around 19. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I remember the time people were kind of like, that's... Not great. Not quite. That's not good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, they just, uh, they did the Poison Ivy thing from Gotham. Mm-hmm. Um, when Poison Ivy was first introduced on Gotham, she was a child because the, their Catwoman is a, is a child. Um, yeah. But after a while, they were like, nah, we can't do fun Poison Ivy stuff with a kid, so let's just randomly make her, you know, fucking <laughs> a young adult now. <laughs> Which they did with some plant-like bullshit, you know, but yeah, they fully just recasted her as, like, a sexy lady <laughs> so they could do Poison Ivy stuff. Lol. Yeah. Hilarious. It's something. <laughs> it's a choice. Uh, yeah, so I guess Francesca Eastwood plays Molly Walker on Heroes Reborn. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's Molly. It's Molly. We found her. Yeah. Mahinder's going to have a lot to say about what she's up to. <laughs> when her dad oh gets home. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> For real. And what about her other dad? Oh, stay tuned. <clears throat> he don't give a shit. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking sucks. <laughs> Spoiler alert there. Um, Bug jumped on my back. (laughs) Bug, we have one more scene to talk about and then we're done with the episode. so activated. Please hurry. All right. Back to Miko. She reaches the the game tower, the Yamagato Industries tower. And what does she do? She exits the game right there and she is in the real world Yamagato tower. And the security guards got their batons, and <laughs> she takes them all on, wailing on them with her close sword, and kicks their ass. To be continued. 
Yay! We did it! Yeah. We did it before my cat killed my audacity, which he tried to do a minute ago. That bastard! I know! <laughs> I would have lost my mind. We've been doing this for hours. Yep. <sighs> okay. Yeah, so that's the first the first big chunk of Reborn. Woo! We did it. Stuff to like, stuff to not like. I mean, it has like an early season one vibe to it almost, where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, we're just establishing things. And then kind of a season two vibe where we're trying to do too much at the same time. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. So, you know. Well, uh, I, I remember the first two episodes okay. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's everything else where I'm like, I do not fucking remember. So this is going to be quite the uh, journey. So... Yeah, there was a lot in this I didn't remember. I was like, yeah, oh. Yeah, I remembered yeah. more than I thought. I was surprised at myself, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't remember what Tommy's power was, so. <laughs> I'm like, I knew it was something, but yeah, I didn't know what it was. Yeah, I don't think I could either before then. I think everything is pretty fine, minus That's the fine. murder couple. Minus the and murder I couple get... and specifically the weighted nature of the, like, narrative of the murder couple where it's so clear Luke's going to have a redemption arc and she's not. And that's yeah. okay because they drew her so thin. She doesn't deserve one. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They're like, I mean, you got to have shitty, some kind of but... antagonist before we unveil the rest of our antagonist, you know? And and you know what's so funny is that the the main antagonist is also a woman. <laughs> Yes. Well, I get you could plural. There's a couple of man antagonists, and they're also sure, women. <laughs> sure. But you know what I mean. It's kind of it's kind yeah. of interesting how they're doing that this time out. But yeah. mm-hmm. I think all right. I feel like they tried to address maybe a couple of complaints like immediately in these first two episodes. Number one, there were stakes. They happened. Shit, people died. They got blown up. People weren't saved. Sure, that happened. Number two, more women, and not only that, women as villains. Yeah. But they could have tried harder to make them good. Uh, <laughs> like, well-written. I know. <laughs> I think the later ones are a bit better than... I, I think that as much as I fucking hate the person you're talking about on, like, a moral, ethical, ew level, she's definitely more complex. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah, I didn't, like, I did not hate it. I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't there the whole time just like, ah, you know, it was, uh, it, it's, uh, it's a, it's a bit of a bumpy ride in terms of tone and stuff and, like, establishing everything so fucking quickly because they deep down knew they were not going to get another chance at this. Um, they were mm-hmm. lucky to get this. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know, it's going to be interesting to see as, like, the storylines kind of settle into themselves. Um, plus, you know. There's more surprises ahead in terms of connections to other characters, and more people will show up from the main show. So, yep. yeah, so people will get more to. and more connected mm. as we move along. They will. Okay, cool. We did it! Yay! Runs around desk. Um, socials, because I'm really hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me do it. All right. Okay. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at Eclipsed Podcast. If you'd like to follow our personal accounts, I am at that burb there, burb with a B, like Brad. Keisha is at lady underscore snark, S-N-A-R-K. Keisha, are you tweeting about anything? Oh, I was just talking about the Umbrella Academy a little bit. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. Just like one tweet. Which is just mm-hmm. about like the, the Elliot Page stuff, so it's really not spoilery. So. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yep. 
Uh, if you'd like to send us an email, we are eclipsepod.gmail.com. But the best way to get a hold of us is through the Discord. Link will be in the show notes. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> As we get into Reborn, we've got a few more episodes of this to go and talk about the webisodes and all kind of stuff. And then, yeah. Yeah, we sure do. Join us for the ride. Yeah. Um... It's it's gonna be interesting. I I really and truly don't remember a lot about the show, so it'll be it'll be you know an experience to rewatch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So until next time, bye bye. Next time on Eclipse, we don't really know because like we tried to look and do it the way we used to do it, but um. It just doesn't really work when you've only watched something once. (laughs) So you have no context (laughs) to make these jokes. Okay, see you next time. Bye.